Good news. My new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically, find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Hello, beautiful women. Welcome to She Talks, a space to come home to your inner wisdom, which I call your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, teacher of feminine spirituality and empowerment, best-selling author, and founder of The Way of the Happy Woman. I created this podcast to offer wisdom teachings, or Dharma talks as they're known in the Buddhist tradition, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear the voice of the divine within her, she can finally live true to herself and, in turn, inspire others to do the same. Throughout the month of January, I'm offering a special mini-series here on the podcast called Disrupting the Divine Feminine. It includes five cutting-edge talks, 
each offering usually unconsidered and sometimes controversial perspectives to shine a provocative light on the rise of the feminine that we're witnessing so much of in the world right now. And all of these talks are born from the intimate, ongoing relationship I have with my own she. Plus, I created this series in celebration of the opening of the She School, a nine-month spiritual leadership and lifestyle immersion that I've been leading for the past seven years to now thousands of women around the world. The She School promises to connect you to your feminine spiritual power, or your she, so you can birth the life you love and live it powerfully in 2018. It's a sacred space for us to explore in depth the topics that I share on this podcast. If you'd like to learn more about this year's She School journey, head on over to theshe-school.com. Now, my dears, it's time to circle up. Let's huddle together around the crackling bonfire of the wild, awake she. Welcome to Disrupting the Divine Feminine. Welcome home. I just did a soothing yoga practice, and after I finished recording this conversation with all of you, I am preparing for a She Leadership Intensive, or an SLI, I call it. It's my version of a, of a VIP day where a woman in our community comes to my home and spends the day with me. Uh, we... We work together in the morning and then go have lunch and come back and do some more work together through the rest of the day. And it's it's for women who are ha, either have a business idea or they, they already have a business and it's not having the impact in terms of participation or income that they really want. And they come and just have a laser session with me and expedite their process of giving legs to their vision. And one of the things that I've found over the years of being in business is that it's it's 20% strategy and 80% mindset. So yes, we need core income streams. We need to plug those into a year-long plan and do the math and see how many people we need, see how much we need to charge to how much we need to make each month to reach our desired annual income. That piece, the strategy piece is a pretty matter of fact process. Once you learn how to do it, it took me a while to learn how to do that. I used to be really intimidated by coming up with a year long plan and, and mapping it all out on the calendar. And now it's it's like one of my zones of genius. <laughs> I actually really love geeking out on all that. And my team sees that, you know, we have our first meeting of the year in January. And I'm like, you know, I have it all, I have it all laid out. Um, once you learn how to do it, it's really, it's not rocket, rocket science. Uh, you just need the tools and the skills to implement it. And that, that certainly takes time. Uh, but the other piece that 80% piece of mindset is is more challenging that is that's where i'm continually growing continually evolving um kind of hitting hitting these these perceived walls and 
needing to figure out the tools just how to dissolve that wall, you know, not how to break it down, not how to climb over it, but just to dissolve it because it's, it's just in the mind. It's just a thought and thoughts that we keep thinking our beliefs. And so that mindset piece is really working with our fear, our self-doubt. And, you know, those are represented in the number of people that we work with, how much we're charging, um, income ceilings, you know, how much how much we're earning versus how much we want to earn. And it's these limiting beliefs that cause us to not reach the places that we want to reach and keep repeating the past, keep getting the same results and keep getting in our own way. And that is really, that's really where the juice is for me. And that's really where the magic is. Because if we can believe it, as Wayne Dyer said, if we can believe it, we can see it. And it comes down to really getting nitty gritty about those beliefs. So this woman's coming in from the East Coast. I hope to have her on the podcast later in the year because she's up to some really, really awesome work in the world. I don't have her permission to talk about it right now, but hopefully we'll have her on the podcast and she can talk about it. It's something that's really needed by both men and women, but especially women. And this feeds really well into what I want us to talk about together uh, today in this third episode of Disrupting the Divine Feminine. Because another thing that we're going to be working on with with this woman who's coming to my house tomorrow is not only how to reach more women and how to make more money, she's supporting her family, but doing it in a way that's sustainable, where you're not working yourself to the bone. And it's such a prevailing concept, a prevailing belief that we need to work hard in order to make good money. And, you know, what if we traded that for for the belief that money can come quickly and easily, and that we don't need to work hard for it? I, you know, a few months ago, I was having a conversation with someone and he, he was sharing his work schedule. And, you know, he's a successful guy and he he works a lot. Like he would be waking up at 6.30 a.m. and taking calls with clients overseas and then even, you know, working all day and then having more calls sometimes at night up until like nine o'clock at night with uh, you know, clients in Australia. And I was like, wow, that's like, you're working a lot. And then he asked me what my schedule is like. And, you know, guys, I, I do not work that much. I really don't. And that, that is a life, you know, lifestyle design that I've really cultivated over the years. It didn't always used to be this way. I used to be in, in the place where I have to be like working really hard all the time in order to feel like I'm worthy. And you know, a lot of my my quote unquote work actually happens in the white space. And I actually need that white space in order to be inspired and in order to actually offer anything that's inspiring to other people. And, you know, I definitely don't work nine to five. <laughs> I definitely 
um, you know, the maximum that I work is probably like 20 to 25 hours a week. And that's, you know, that's a lot for me. That's enough for me. And when I am working on those hours, during those hours, I'm really efficient and I'm really on and I'm inspired. I know what I'm doing. I have, like I was saying before, I have that clear strategy and I have that inner impulse, the inspiration to create or to serve. And I just, I do it and I get it done and that's it. There's not, you know, there's not a lot of busy work. There's, and there's always levels of refining. And like I shared in episode three, it's even in my work, it's a process of subtract subtraction, just constantly seeing how can I make this easier? How can I make this process more elegant? What can I let go of here? And definitely, you know, definitely on my path in business, I've learned a lot of strategies, a lot of tools, developed a lot of skills. When I first started The Way of the Happy Woman, I was I was a one-woman show and I did everything. And I remember back when blogs were just coming on the scene, it was like 2008, 2009. I had just moved from Thailand back to the States and just setting up my life here in Boulder. And there was a woman in the community who was teaching WordPress, you know, it was like just coming on the scene. And I, you know, I took some one-on-one sessions with her learning how, how to work WordPress and, you know, learned the back end of WordPress so I could publish my own blog posts. I learned the back end of a shopping cart and newsletter. And, you know, at that time, I also served as my own agent for my book, The Way of the Happy Woman. And all of those, you know, all of those tools, all of that, definitely, there's, it's really important to learn how to do that. But ultimately, you know, as I grew, and as the business grew, there were only so many strategies that I could learn. And I started to kind of hit another wall, you know, talked about that wall before, where I realized it's, it's not about asking other experts or hiring experts to help me do something. It's about learning how to listen to myself. And I feel like this is a really under talked about topic of intuition and using intuition as the most powerful force in not only one's life, personal life, but also in one's business and one's finances. And what about learning the tools to cultivate intuition and to ride that current of the divine impulse that can lead us to whatever we want to create? And that's really what I, that's really what I'm interested in right now. I mean, both cultivating intuition, both in personal life and you know, this year, taking it into the business realm, because I realized, you know, going forward, I I only want to create things that I want, that I, you know, like, I'm my ideal customer. <laughs> so like, this podcast series is because this, it does nothing like this existed. And it's what I want to listen to It's what I want to talk about. And this she leadership intensive it's it's what i've been looking for it's what i what i have wanted for for my business growth and even like this upper tier that i created this year for the the she school called the she leadership circle it's kind of taking what we do in that one day she leadership intensive and 
and stretching it out with a group over nine months. And it's it's really taking actual to- tools and practices that are tried and true to build a strong relationship with our intuition. And the core, you know, the core practice to do this is is meditation. And specifically a meditation practice that takes us beyond the conscious mind. We we put so much emphasis on the conscious mind when the conscious mind is only 5% of the mind. And 95% of the mind is the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind lives in the body. The sub the subconscious mind is the parasympathetic nervous system. It's the rest and restore response. It's the autonomic nervous system that controls our breathing, our heart beating, our digestion, that controls our hormonal cycles, our menstrual cycles, our ability to to grow and birth a baby. And it, it happens without our conscious control. And this subconscious mind, you know, if it happens without our control, if it has the capacity to keep us alive and even to create life, I mean, that's, that's powerful. That is, you know, that's God, that's the divine at work within us. And the subconscious mind, it is... You know, it's it is the fully active part of us when we're babies and up until we're about eight or nine, when we're about eight or nine, that's when the analytical mind is formed. And the analytical mind is the filter. It's like the veil between the conscious and the subconscious mind. So up until eight or nine, our brains are like soft wax and everything goes right into the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is very simplistic it's very visual and so as children you know we took in cues from our outer world and we made them truth if someone said something like that that was the law we didn't have that filter of the analytical mind to say like wait a minute i don't know about that and so everything just came in and we took on ideas like money doesn't grow on trees or girls should be seen and not heard or you have to work hard to make money or you don't deserve to have what you want. And then as we grow up, those subconscious beliefs become the driving force in our life, but we're not taught how to work with the subconscious mind. We keep trying to invoke change through the conscious mind like you keep trying to earn more money keep trying to get into the right relationship keep trying to resolve health issues keep trying to overcome your fear of speaking your truth and using techniques and strategies to address the conscious mind when all of those things live in your subconscious mind and when we can start to access the subconscious mind and start to partner with it and reprogram it to to just update those beliefs that we imbibed when we were very young, 
that's, you know, that's when quantum leaps happen. That's when it's like, watch out. This woman's on fire. It's unprecedented growth. It's when the impossible becomes possible. And that's, you know, that's what we're doing in the she leadership circle this year. Uh, And, and also in the she school in both levels, you know, personal life, spiritual practice, and then in the she leadership circle in, in business and finances and impact. There was one sister who, there's a handful of women who joined us early for the she leadership circle. And it's a group of, of just 20 women and I had the first one-on-one mentoring call with one of these beautiful women. And she was asking some foundational questions about her business and wanted my advice, you know, should I do A, B, or C? You know, we laid out those different options and I, you know, I told her I wouldn't, I wouldn't give her my advice. And at first she was a little upset about that and wanted to know why. And then I explained to her, you know, this is, this is your creation. I, I ultimately do not know. I could, I have an opinion about it, but it's going to be filtered through my own experience. What I'm much more interested in is what you feel is the right thing to do. And that's why it's called she leadership. She is this wisdom within us, source energy within us. I want, I want women to learn how to access that in order to make big decisions in any realm of her life. I will not give advice. I think it's dangerous. I wrote a blog post about this last year. And the reason for this is I have had some experiences in my life where I have sought advice from other people. I've sought advice from astrologers and psychics and my former spiritual teacher and girlfriends and parents. And ultimately, all of those things, you know, while they're all really wise and wonderful people, and while I was the one who solicited the advice, it just kept leading me further and further away from what I knew to be true and what I knew I needed to do. And now I I don't ask for advice. I don't ask for advice and I don't want to give advice to anyone because life is very personal and specific. No one, no one outside of us can know what we should do in any situation. Everyone, everyone will always come with their own filters and we can't help it. We can only see life from where we're standing And it's much better to be able to strongly discern your own inner truth and follow it through with conviction. And so in that case, with this call with one of the women in the She Leadership Circle, you know, I felt like, yeah, I could give you a fish. I could tell you from where I'm standing what what I think you should do, but that's not going to help you. It's back to that, you know, giving someone a fish, it's just one meal, but teach them to fish and they'll have food for a lifetime. And asking this woman to really tune into herself to see what she felt was the best step to do and knowing there's no, there's no wrong answer. You know, it was a very low risk, like very minor thing. And that was going to strengthen the muscle of being able to be a powerful leader. 
I'd much rather teach a woman how to listen to and trust her inner guidance than tell her what I think she should do. And this brings us to what we're, you know, at the heart of what we're here to talk about today, which is that we live in a time where we've become obsessed with, we've become addicted to experts. We were not now, not only do we worship celebrities, but now there's this rise of micro celebrities. And thanks to social media, everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants tens of thousands, millions of social media followers. Everyone wants to be the new latest and greatest self-help guru, wellness guru, fitness guru, motivational speaker. And we live in a time when the availability to do this is, is here more than ever. And this is a beautiful thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's awesome. And I'm certainly, you know, enjoying the access that I have to share the things that I love with other people and to be able to chart my own career path. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world or wouldn't want to stand in anyone's way of that. But it starts to get distorted when there's this, now there's like this cacophony of everyone dispersing advice and with with well-meaning intentions, the, the, the responsibility is very personal for each of us when we're taking in information, starts to get distorted when we as consumers do not follow our inner guidance along the journey. And if we're in a position where we're dispensing information, where we don't encourage others to first and foremost listen to and follow their inner guidance. And... This is especially true for, for women. This is especially true for women. But first, let me be clear about a couple of things. So I realize the irony in this. Yes, I am in the field of self-help, wellness, spirituality, etc. And I, I do feel after 20 years in this field that I am an expert on a lot of, you know, on the topics that I teach. And that there are always new levels. I'm always learning and growing for the rest of my life. I am first and foremost a student and my hunger for learning is insatiable. And once I discover new things, I can't help but turn around and share what I'm learning. Within this context, I first and foremost want to give women the tools to trust and listen to themselves because this hat that that has been the biggest journey for me and continues to be. And I want to create a community of women who feel confident in their inner wisdom to the point that it allows them and it allows us to be unstoppable in the areas of life that really matter to us so that there's nothing, nothing internal or external that could hold us back or talk us out from having what we want out of life. And this, I feel, is the revolution for women right now. This is the new frontier. And we have to get through this inner barrier of trusting ourselves and giving our power away. And this is what this podcast series is all about. This is what my work is about, you know, this year. I can only see as far as ahead as this year and the two programs I'm teaching 
the she school and the she leadership circle um, because we need this. And again, I don't see it being taught specifically or emphasized in this way that this is the obstacle for us. Um, Okay, so that's the first thing I need to clarify before I move forward with this topic. The second thing is that both men and women have intuition. We all have it. It's innate to us as human beings. I think it's a it's a core part of us that has gradually um, become more and more diminished as we've come to become as we've become more and more separate from nature and from each other. And it's the feminine part within all of us. It's the right brain part. It's the subconscious mind, the feeling, the sensing. It's the body. It's the part of us that knows without thinking. And here in this community, I call it your she. I think it's helpful to give it a name and even to personify it. In my courses, we we personify it so that we can cultivate a clear relationship with this part of ourselves that can otherwise seem very amorphous. Now, back to why I feel this is really crucial for us as women at this time is because it, this is what gets educated out of us at a very young age. I mean, think about it. We're taught to listen to our mother or whomever, you know, rather than listen to how we feel. And then school and religion and work reinforce this. And then even, you know, wellness and exercise routines and yoga practices reinforce this, saying this is the formula, follow the formula. And, you know, there's been some cases where I've, you know, I've tried on wellness advice and it's made things worse in some cases. You know, there is no one size fits all in life. It it has to be custom made. It has to be custom made by you. You can't hire someone to do this for you. It's not ready made. You, You have to craft your life. And so what happens is as we become adult women who've had our intuition educated out of us, it's still in us. It's just been, you know, we've been educated away from it. It's buried. Then we are terrified of ourselves. We're terrified of our power, our knowing, this this knowing within us that is innate. It is our power. So we'd rather Google the question. We'd rather ask the doctor. We'd rather ask our girlfriends. We'd rather take another course. We'd rather trust, you know, some stranger on the internet more than that voice within us, more than the source of us. We don't want to sit and get quiet and connect with that voice within us that always knows what we need to do in any situation, any situation. And here's the excuse, you know, I've been I've been beating this drum for at least a decade. <laughs> That's when I created the way of the happy woman online a decade ago, but it was, you know, longer than that, you know, before back in the analog days is, you know, the most important thing for us to do as women is to sit still 
in silence and be with ourselves to meditate and always, 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 you know, I hear, I don't have time. And I say, you know, that's, that's a really bad excuse. (laughs) We all have time, no matter, no matter what your life looks like, you know, you have time to check your email, you have time to call your partner, you have time to go on social media. I mean, how many hours a day are you on your phone? And you can't sit down and meditate for 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's no way. It's a lie. And I know it's hard. You know, the only thing that's standing in your way is that you're not putting in the time to be with yourself. Sitting in purposeful silence is food for your soul. It's fuel for the life that you want. And You know, we've been trained to not believe in ourselves, so we don't believe in the power of doing something that's so simple. We think that it needs to, it needs to cost a lot of money. It needs to have a fancy name. And the revolution now for us as women is to unlearn these ways that we've avoided being with ourselves and to relearn how to trust ourselves. We're born knowing who we are. We're born connected to the source within us. And once that analytical mind develops around the age of eight or nine, creating that wall between the subconscious and conscious mind, you know, we stay stuck at the level of the conscious mind and the analytical mind. And things like hypnosis helps to move through that veil. We we certainly move through it in sleep can do it through the help of psychedelics and a meditation practice done over a sustained time or on retreat. Sometimes it's spontaneous, certainly, certainly. Uh, But there is a way to make it more predictable and to actually partner with it And it doesn't happen just by sitting down on a meditation cushion and thinking about what you need to do during the day or what your coffee is going to taste like or what you're going to eat for breakfast. Then you're just stuck in the analytical mind and you're not passing through to the subconscious mind. And then you're you're not going to access those deeper parts of you where the magic really is. Everyone has the capacity to sit still and be with themselves and access and partner with their depths. We're just we're just lazy, let's be honest. We're lazy. We're scared. We don't value it, so we don't want to put in the time. And we want to keep just looking outside of us for the answers. Now, With this addiction to experts, like any addiction, we need a recovery program. We need a recovery program. We need a 12-step program for our addiction to experts. All right. So (laughs) a good recovery program is a meditation practice that helps you move beyond your analytical mind into your subconscious mind, the part of you that's really driving your life. We need tools for strengthening and building our relationship with our intuition and trusting it. 
we need a community of, of others who are doing this and who want this for us to just cheer us on and to be there when we have breakdowns. And then we need a strategy for action to put these things that are coming forth from within us in place. Because one of the reasons why we don't want to listen to our intuition is because usually what it says is freaking scary. All right. (laughs) Like, it's scary. It's, it's, putting ourselves on the line. It's putting ourselves out there. It's asking us to do the risky thing, right? So we don't want to do it. And we need a strategy. We need a community to hold us to our feet to the fire, to live a life of uncompromising truth, of uncompromising authenticity. And you know what? You know the thing is, okay, I've I've talked to thousands of women over the over the years and you know each year I take a new temperature read because the world has changed a lot over the past 20 years since I started this work and I've changed a lot especially in the past year. And what I'm hearing from women is that right now what What matters most to us is living our truth, speaking our truth, and being authentic and making an impact. And the only way to do that is by following your intuition and following through on your intuition. And you are the only one who can, you know, who can access that information. Meditation is key. Silence is key. Self-referencing is key. Group identity is leading our culture. And this new expression of womanhood that's emerging, you know, like I talked about in episode one, like Columbus's ships that were on the horizon that the shaman couldn't see. He just saw the ripples because he had no concept in his mind of a ship. Like this new woman that's emerging, that's causing these ripples that we don't see her yet. We feel her. We all feel her coming. It's this woman who radically charts her own path. And the thing about one's path is it's revealed to us as we live it. It's a moment by moment unfolding of this path beneath our feet. There's no five-year plan. There's no five-year plan. Sorry to say, I've been looking. I haven't found one. It's it's day by day. It's moment by moment. It's listening. And the more that we listen and then put into action what we receive, we start to get signs around us. We start to experience more synchronicities. And that just gives us more and more reinforcement to keep doing what we're doing, that we're on the right path. Now, in order to do this, we have to, we have to forego the false concept that it's easier to just follow a formula and give our power away. Like, sure, that might feel, that's like a quick fix, right? That's like, 
if you have chronic headaches and you take a pain reliever, like that's a quick fix. It, it, it takes the pain away in the moment, but it doesn't actually get to the root of the issue. And so we need to get beyond this part of ourselves that says, like, just tell me what I need to do. Just give me the answers. And there's a saying, um, what is, it's going to come to me, but it's something like hard decisions, easy life, easy decisions, hard life. So when we follow, when we follow the easy path, it actually makes our life harder. But when, when we do the harder thing in the moment, it makes our life easier. So we have to live our lives for more of the long view. Okay. So in my first book, The Way of the Happy Woman, it's, it's about living in harmony with the seasons of the year and the the cycles of nature. And in the introduction, I tell women, it doesn't matter when you pick up this book. It doesn't matter if you live in a part of the world where there's no seasons. You don't have to follow this chronologically. You don't have to read it chapter by chapter. Just start wherever it feels right to you. Follow your intuition. And I'm constantly surprised at how many emails we get each year into our customer care inbox where women say, I know that Sarah says in the introduction that we should start wherever it feels right, but I'm wondering what should I do? Okay. <laughs> and, you know, here's what we tell them. Well, we, we don't tell them. So we, we say again, we reiterate what I said in the introduction, start where it feels right to you. So constantly enforcing this self-referencing practice. And we think we, we, we think that someone else knows better than we do what we should do for ourselves. And it's just not true. It's just not true. We need to keep we need to keep hearing this. We need to keep reminding each other of this. And it's it's like retraining ourselves. When we have problems in our life, when we have problems in our environment, our instinct is to reach out. To reach out for that quick fix, that quick, easy decision. But really, we need to train ourselves that problems in our lives, problems in our environment means that it's time for us to go in. Not to spin out further away from ourselves, getting more and more ideas from other people about what we should do. We need to sit down, get still, get quiet. And just put in the time to to do a meditation practice. And when we just get the hell out of the way and just surrender to this subconscious mind, the power within us will do it. It will do it. The only thing worth hearing in life is what you already know. Everything that I'm saying here today, everything that I've ever said is what you already know. A prayer that I use is change me into a woman who will fully honor her inner authority at all costs. 
Change me into a woman who will fully honor her inner authority at all costs. So rather than idealizing a celebrity or a micro-celebrity, double down on your commitment to yourself, to be the guru in your own life, to be in charge of making sure that you have an awesome life at every level and that you're the only one who can do that. Become the kind of woman who listens to her inner truth, tells the truth with depth and wisdom, and is willing to stand on her own two feet. Again, this is the revolution for us as women. This is wild. This is radical. This is this is dangerous to, you know, to prevailing culture. And this is why we haven't done it before, but this is the path to our freedom. So we need to get off of the super highway of consensus and onto our own path and then run hard on it. Run wild and free on it. There's still so much safety built into going with the tribe. Yes, we need people around us who believe in us and who support us, but who believe in us and support us in following our own inner truth and not letting us off the hook with that. And we need to to relearn that just by being you, you've struck gold. You're the expert on your life. I mentioned in episode three, the Tibetan Buddhist teacher, Chogram Trungpa Rinpoche, who settled here in Boulder, Colorado, and founded the Shambhala lineage. And he was really known for his his crazy wisdom. And he died at a young age in his late 40s. Um, he was also consumed a lot of alcohol, and which was the cause of his young death. But the last, his last words on his deathbed, as this was told to me by one of my teachers, his last words to his students were, trust your experience. Trust your experience. Life is your teacher. And again, as I said earlier, life is incredibly specific. It's incredibly personal to you. So put the structures in place, put the practices in place in your life to up your confidence in trusting your experience. You can start with something small. You know, I know I've certainly heard this advice a lot. Maybe you have too, but when you're going to have lunch is to just feel into what, what feels right for lunch, you know, salad or stir fry or whatever the options are, feel into what your body wants and then move in that direction and then move it into bigger and bigger areas. You are the divine. You are unlimited. Don't give your power away to so-called experts. Genius wisdom lives inside of you that has all the answers you need to know. You just need to remember how to actually hear it and to cultivate the courage to live it. So Don't ask people for directions in your life who've never been where you're going. You know, I think about it when I'm, I'm about to travel back to Thailand in a few weeks and like, I don't, I don't reach out to people who've never been to Thailand to ask them what I should do in Thailand, right? They're they're not going to know. 
No one's ever been where you are. No one is ever going to go where you're going. You are the only one. So I've I've said that I'm not going to give advice, but the only good advice, honestly, is to get quiet and look inside. And we'll leave it there. I'll see you in a few days for the very last, the fifth episode in this season on disrupting the divine feminine. Thank you for carving out this time for yourself. If you're longing to live these teachings in your daily life, come on over to the She School at theshe-school.com. You'll get to read about our nine-month curriculum and how we structure the course through monthly classes and Q&As with me, she yoga and meditation videos, guest teacher interviews, and so much more. Remember, registration is only open once a year, which is right now. And our nine-month journey starts on February 1st. It will be an honor to support you in stepping into your strength, wisdom, and greatness in the year ahead. And if you enjoyed this talk, I and the women in your world who need it would be so grateful if you shared it with them. And better yet, if you leave us a review on iTunes. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.